Did you know that over 60,000 new tracks are uploaded to Spotify every single day? That's a new track every 1.4 seconds, and that's just on one platform. With so much music now available, it's more important than ever to stand out from the crowd. So it's not surprising that more artists are starting to use less conventional sonic textures in their music, like field recordings. Perhaps you've always wanted to infuse the sounds of nature or your favourite city into your own tracks, but not having the right gear or knowledge might have held you back. Well, if that's the case, you're going to love the brand new guide I just created, teaching you how to start field recording with just a smartphone. And it's all yours for free at femalediymusician.com forward slash learn with Isabel. Yep, you really do just need a humble smartphone and some minimal extra gear that doesn't have to break the bank to get started with field recording. And I've laid it all out in this handy five-point checklist. So download it for free at femalediymusician.com forward slash learn with Isabel and elevate your music to the next level. Well, hello and welcome back to Girls Twiddling Knobs, where today we're delving back into the podcast archives to mine another priceless golden nugget. One of the biggest drains on many a musician's time, self-esteem and mental energy is social media. Now, you've probably found yourself both loving and hating it in equal measure. So today we're going way back to episode 44, where I share my best tips for getting more intentional about how we use social media So it stops being a vanity scale and starts actually adding to our creative self-expression. I know, what a novel idea, right? And I'll be walking you through a mini artist branding exercise inside. So do grab a pen and paper if you want to take notes. Okay, let's get into it. some ways I've been better able to enjoy using social media as a human and as an artist, which may help you if you're also struggling with this too. So number one, I think we need to start engaging with social media like it's an extension of our art and not just a bulletin board for our creative achievements. The profiles I love the most that are about people's creative practice but rarely send me into a comparison spiral are the ones that approach their posts with intentional concepts and aesthetics. By this I mean that exploring their feed is not just a series of selfies and posts that state what new commissions just been performed or what new remixes out, but the ones where they use colours, textures, themes and influences across their posts to really set a mood, to really tell a story. Going to these types of profiles feels like you're experiencing their art, not their curated highlights. But how can you do this? Well, I recommend writing down the three most important qualities of your music. Try and keep these to one word each and use these words as a guide for making your content less about sharing your updates and more about sharing your own conceptual identity as an artist. These words could be anything from frantic or dreamy, midnight to sharp, but let these words then lead you to colour palettes, textures and even other people's artworks. Let them start crafting a doorway into the world of your music. A second way I enjoy using social media is actually just asking questions. It's one of the best ways to stop your presence on these apps feeling so one-sided and instead actually opening up a dialogue with the people who have decided to follow you. 
it's important to see your follow account less as a measure of your status as an artist and more as what it truly represents, real individual people. You could even use the words from my first suggestion before to inspire your questions. For example, if one of your words is dreamy, maybe you could ask your followers what their favourite song about dreams are. Yes, it's that simple, but it's so much more rewarding to actually have a dialogue going with your followers than just a blind hope that what you're putting in front of them makes an impact on your connection with them. Lastly, another approach that has really helped my experience with social media as someone who uses it artistically and professionally is simply about having boundaries. This is sometimes referred to as digital hygiene, but here's my boundaries, which I don't always stick to. So I don't use my phone after 9 p.m. No matter how tempting it might be, I try to set it aside so it's not the last thing I look at before I close my eyes. Dreams are where we have some of our most imaginative, inspiring ideas, so I want to give my brain a bit of breathing space. I also never have my phone in my bedroom. Instead, I have a radio alarm clock so I can listen to the radio if I wake up in the night and I also wake up on time. This has meant I now get enough sleep and don't waste countless hours scrolling. And then lastly, I am super intentional about what I use social media for. I do find that Instagram especially oversteps this boundary as the IG stories are so tempting to click on and keep watching. But after being quite regimented about actually setting a 20-minute timer while on social media for a while, I'm now generally pretty good at just responding to important messages or notifications and not giving in to the compulsion to scroll. I really have found that while these three ideas haven't taken away the negative impacts of social media or my self-esteem and well-being entirely, they have helped me to better enjoy using these tools overall. If you're struggling with any of the issues we've covered today in this episode, Give these a go yourself. And if you've found something else that has helped you enjoy social media more as a woman in music, do share it with me. The best way to do this is to leave a review of the podcast wherever you're listening right now with your tips for better using social media as a musician. Well, I hope you liked this Golden Nugget episode and that it's given you some fresh perspectives and new ideas to try in your own music and creative life. Remember to swing back over here each Thursday for another dose of bite-sized Girls Twiddling Knobs realness from the archives before we drop season four in November this year. If you like this episode, why not hit subscribe and share it with a musician friend? And to listen to the full original episode, check out the link in the show notes. Okay, Knob Twiddlers, I'll catch you here next time. So, how do you like that episode, dear listener? If you loved it, and you know someone else who would love it too, be a good friend and share it with them. Go on, spread the girls' twiddling knobs love.